Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. All right, friends, what is going on? We are back with a brand new week, brand new podcast episode. Uh, Today we are talking about how to work with actors, right? Working with actors one-on-one. You can replace this with talent. Um, so if you do a lot of like, you know, it could be fashion or music video, um, you're working with someone who you're trying to get some sort of performance or action out of, right? Uh, I don't want to get too like super in depth as a, as a director for it, uh, as a director, as it, that doesn't even make any sense. Um, in the eyes of a director, right? Rather in the eyes of a, uh, of a cinematographer, right? Um, if you do want to go on, uh, the tangent, uh, or ask me, um, about how to work with actors as as a director, um, you know, feel free to send me, send me a DM and I can talk with you about that. Or maybe we can do another podcast episode down the road, right? Um, but today I wanted to talk about, you know, what are some tips you can use to uh, get a better performance or uh, get the actors to look kind of where you want them to look based upon your lighting setup, right? Because at the end of the day, um, performance is always uh, important. Uh, making it look good is always important. Excuse me is always important, right? So how do you do both of them? That's the hardest part. Um, in, in my experience, if you have a good relationship with the director, um, you know, you've worked with them a couple of times or heard a couple of times, or maybe, you know, if you guys have a good working relationship, that's always a great start because the director is going to trust you to have any kind of input you may have for the talent, whether it's one person or, or five people that are in the frame, right? Because they trust that your, um, your little tweaks, um, are going to help elevate the performance, um, help elevate the visuals, especially when they get into uh, like the color grading process or the DI or um, the edit, right? Uh, so what is the what is the first tip I have? The first tip I have is just go with your gut, right? And what I mean by that is if there is something that you need to add or subtract um, or modify, right? Maybe it's a, you have a, let's just say the example is like you have a, um, um, a light map going through a four by four frame of like magic cloth, right? Uh, because it's doing really, really good. Um, it's getting you like that creaminess that magic cloth does on the talent, right? Let's just say you have one person sitting at a dinner table, right? You like a lot. However, you're noticing that as the, um, maybe you're shooting like at late afternoon, right? And it's kind of getting into like that pre golden hour time where you're losing a lot of, um, room tone and be a light. Maybe you only have like a little 120D outside and, and now it's uh it's not really doing it for you. What do you do? Right. And and the talent is say it's like take number 10, right? And you're like, man, like this is getting uh really good, but I don't I don't know how many more takes the the talent has doing whatever she's doing. Maybe she's like arguing on the phone with her with her boyfriend or or something like that, right? Maybe she's only got another one or two takes left. Is it worth the time? To say, damn it, I, I, the magic cloth's too much to use you now, right? I just don't have the room tone. I don't have any fixtures outside that are helping me to lift the room tone and maintain the consistency. Uh, I need to switch out magic cloth to like a half grid, right? And it's not a huge change, but it still takes you know like I don't know like two minutes to change to change the uh, uh, the diffusion out, especially if you have like a four by four frame, right? Um, is it worth it? And you have to go through that. You have to ask yourself, you know what? I know what it, this will be like later on if we don't change it out, and it's going to be a struggle, right? Uh, we're going to have to kind of man, like manipulate things in post and do power windows. Maybe you have the time for that. Maybe you're not the one uh, editing it. Who knows, right? 
Um, in that kind of situation, go with your gut. Maybe your gut says, you know what, I'm going to take these, the, you know, two minutes to switch the diffusion layer out because I know I will be happy with um, with the results and I know the director will be happy with the results, right? Again, it's, it's a hard decision because that talent may only have one or two more takes left left in her um, to perform, all right? So you got to make a judgment call. So number one is, again, just just go with your instinct, go with your uh, your gut feeling. Uh, number two is uh, kind of get a, a uh, what's what you call it? What you call it? You kind of have to get a vibe um, for the talent, right? Is this someone who um, is experienced or maybe not so experienced, right? One thing you can tell by a talent, uh, an actor, actress who is experienced is they will kind of normally gravitate their eyeline towards where the light is, right? Because they want their eyes to light up, right? Eye light. And you'll, you'll start to see that during the blocking as they're working with the director, maybe it's like, you know, take one, take two, take three. They kind of get the 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 gist of it. And they're like, oh, you know, the light, the lamp is over here. If I just, you know, keep my face looking this way, but just turn my eyes and, you know, turn my eyes upwards at an angle, I'll get some eyeline on me, right? You'll notice like experienced actors will kind of gravitate towards that in the first, you know, handful of takes. Now, if that actor is pretty new or the talent's pretty new and they're not doing that immediately, they're just looking, they're looking down or they're looking away, or uh, you know, very green uh, talent actors, they, they always look at the, at the camera, right? They look at the lens. Uh, so those are conversations that you need to have um, after each, well, not, maybe not after each take, but you know, after like the third or fourth take, you're like, damn, I wish they could just, you know, look here, right? After that fourth or fifth take, just, you know, talk to the director and say, hey, can I get, you know, two minutes for, for, um, uh, for camera, maybe a minute for lighting, I just need to adjust something. And you go over there and, and, you, and you just have a slight conversation with the talent. And then once you have that conversation, whatever it is, right? Just say, Hey, um, everything's looking great. Um, I am missing a little bit of, of light in your eyes. Some eye light. If you could, you know, do me a favor. And as you, you know, turn your head, if you can just keep your head, um, facing this direction and just turn your eyes up, that would help us out a lot. And they'll be, Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let me, let me try that. Right. Great. Go back and then tell the director and just say, Hey, I just made some like, like a slight modification. Um, to where she's looking so that way we can get some better light on her eyes, right? And they'll be like, oh, great, you know, like, thank you for doing that because, well, that's your job, right? As, as a cinematographer, that's your job. Um, so, you know, have have those conversations, um, not the first take, maybe it's like the second or third take, right? Kind of kind of let it let it gel a little bit, right? So that second tip is uh, learn the flow of the actors, learn if they're experienced or not experienced, and then uh, just, just have those, you know, very quick, very polite conversations um, with them. All right. Uh, the third tip when it comes to working with actors or talent, uh, especially in the realm of like multiple people in the same frame, right? Maybe it's like a party scene or a um, um, like an event, like you're at a wedding or some, something like that, right? Uh, maybe you're shooting, maybe you're shooting a commercial for a wedding venue, right? And you happen to have like um, I don't know eight people, right, at the uh, the entrance to this beautiful venue that you're trying to show off. You're making an ad for, right? Um, there's going to be, uh, certain times where you, you know, sort of have to pick and choose who's going to get the best light. And this goes for, this goes for any kind of scene. If you have multiple people in it, if you don't have the fixtures for it, right. Uh, stagger them so that the most important people are where you need them to be, whether that's on the third of the frame, whether that's in the center of the frame, whatever it is, right. Make sure they get the best light and then let everyone else sort of like vignette out, right. So if you look at a, uh, you know, if you're creating like a power window and you create a vignette, uh, everything inside of that circle is um, is exposed for the most part, right? I mean, like the the brightness levels aren't aren't changing, right? 
everything outside of that, that circle, that vignette starts to fall off, right? And it starts to like feather away. So look at things that lens when you have multiple you know, people um, in the frame is look at it as like a vignette. Don't worry too much about like, oh man, this person in the end is getting kind of shitty lighting. It's like, well, that person in the end it does, isn't really important, right? Like who gives a shit? If you're, especially if you're like filming a uh, an ad, it's only 15 seconds, 30 seconds, right? Like the, the, th- the, th- the things in the center or where you're framing are the most important things always, right? Um, when, when it comes to this type of, of cinematography, right? We're making ads, we're making commercials. Um, things are kind of fast paced, right? So again, wide C, maybe it's a medium shot. You have like eight people stacked in this medium frame or six people, whatever it is, right? Let the people in the end vignette out and just focus on lighting. You know, obviously focus on lighting the whole thing, right? You have like your backlight, your, you have your background, your midground, your foreground and, and your accents, your practicals, whatever it is, right? Like all that is there, right? Said and done. Um, but if you're like, oh, man, we only have like, you know, two, whatever it is, right? We have like uh, two, I'm trying to think. Those little like falcon eyes, like light, you know, one by one sort of light mats. You have like two of them overhead and, you know, it's, it's, it's hitting the first four people great. The last two people there are just sort of falling out. That's perfect, right? Just let them in you out and uh, it'll, it'll definitely make your, your job a lot easier, number one. And then number two, it'll make the most important people, which, you know, I'm assuming are going to be those two or three or four people in the middle. Uh, you're you're going to be able to let them shine the most, right? Um, and then, yeah, everyone's going to have like, oh man, like, you know, this looks great, but I look dark. And you know, that's sort of a conversation you have with the director and say, hey, you know, like, um, person at the end, probably not going to get that much light. But again, this is such a short shot. Um, we have to focus on, on the most important things, right? And you have to kind of let people go. Uh, I mean, not let, like let them go off set or let them go off the, um, off the job, but you have to be in a mindset where you have to maximize your time on set. And a lot of times you don't need everyone to be lit. You just need the most important people to be lit, right? I like I did a music video uh, last year and one of the last shots that we did, we were in this sort of like bar party scene, like lounge scene, right? And I think there was like one, two, three, there, there must've been at least like six to eight people in this like wide frame, right? And the most important, you know, person to me was really just the artist who was in the center. And then everyone else were kind of just like, I don't know. They're just like jabronis that are like they're part of part of his like crew, right? So like again, not not super important, right? I needed to make sure that he had eye light, that he was properly exposed, that we had um we had enough room tone, right? So the people at the edge of the frame, I was like, I was like, I see a person, I I don't really care. Like like they they're they're my least concern, right? Let them fall off, but at least, you know, give them some sort of like edge light or something, or give them some sort of um um, backlights, even if it's just a, a tiny one, right? Um, so you're like, you know, kind of salt and, and peppering things going from light to dark to light to dark, right? Uh, but again, my, my, my main concern was just that artist in the middle. Main concern, I wanted to make sure that uh, if you were looking at this frame for like, you know, three or four seconds that you were direct, that you were looking directly at him, right? So that, that's a good example. Um, I think that is pretty much it for this episode. Again, there are so many more tips and tricks you can uh, you can bring up when it comes to working with talent. But uh, yeah, as a cinematographer, the ones I have used the most, the ones that have you know sort of saved me, uh, time on set and also built relationships were the three that um, I just gave you guys uh, today. All right, so I hope this episode helped you guys out in some way, shape or form. If it did, please let me know, send me a DM. 
Uh, let me know if you like the podcast. Let me know if you like this type of content. Uh, I really do need to get better at getting people on the podcast. Um, the thing with the, the past three months have kind of just been up and down when it comes to scheduling, even my own time. And then when I do have time to try to reach out to someone to schedule it, um, everyone else is fucking busy, you know, which <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to assume they're, they're busy. Right. Um, so hopefully 2023, a, a goal of mine, I'm going to um, make it so that we have more people on the podcast and not just me talking every, every week and every, every episode. Cause that gets boring, right? Like I'm, I want to be able to incorporate more more people. So I need to put a lot more thought, uh, into how I can schedule this and also get people on it. Cause uh, many, uh, I, you know, there were a couple people last year that, uh, wanted to be on the podcast, but then uh, life happens, you know, and then it's, Oh, no worries about what, what we schedule. And then, you know, life for me happened. It's like, oh shit, you know? So we're, we're always kind of, you know, playing tag, right? Uh, but that is the goal for, for next year. So uh, that being said, again, please rate the podcast on iTunes podcast. I, I keep saying iTunes podcast because it used to be iTunes podcast. Now it's Apple podcast. So please go on Apple podcast and rate it or Spotify. That'd be great too. Uh, share this episode with all your friends, your, your family. Share it with your dog, your cat. Why right? just play in the background and, and they'll, they'll be chilling. All right. And I'll, I will catch you guys in next week's podcast episode. Bye bye.